man. Hi, everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of 30 on Broadway, and it's No Notes November. That's Nick right. did not no. make notes for the show. No show notes tonight, people. So we Nick are has just grown. Let me just say this. Let me let me say this. Really <sighs> Nick has grown in his podcasting ways, because Nick used to be the type that was just like, I just show up. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> and then he became a note taker. Yeah, and we're Chris, became like, dep- Chris became dependent upon the notes. I've lost it out the notes, man. This is called improv. So tonight's is- episode is a complete improv because we have no notes. Yeah. yeah, but it's fine. It's it's completely fine. We're gonna we're gonna take you into the weekend. And Welcome to been, No Notes November, everyone. And it has been a a fantastic couple of weeks for the Rangers. I know we didn't record last week because scheduling and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. But we had some great, great games post the West Coast party, the West Coast road trip that went out with an absolute bang. Um, and, and they followed it up. There's some injury, injury concerns and injury bugs that thought, oh, boy, things could be trouble. But actually, um, this episode is brought to you by spicy, spicy pork, pork and broccoli. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. I hope, I hope, Ranger fans outside of just myself partaked in spicy pork and broccoli day because I did. I enjoyed it immensely uh, after a stellar performance in relief of the injured Igor Shesterkin and Jonathan Quick. Who who has played pretty well outside of kind of getting hung out to dry in Minnesota in the end and kind of almost kind of getting hung out to dry against Detroit as well. But he has played really well in, in Igor's absence. And then Louie comes in and the garden is raining Louie cheers all night. Those are booze, Jones. Those are loos. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're not booing. They're looing. Sorry. I mean, it was he. He had a great. He was great. He was great the whole night. I wish he got the shutout, but he played. He played phenomenal. Uh, and, and it was really. It was. Look, the Rangers have been have been playing largely. Have been playing great overall. There's our episode. See you guys next week. <laughs> Look, the master class of Laviolette continues. Uh, Wheeler finally. And it was awesome to be in in the garden for for two games this weekend or this week. Sorry, weekend. Yeah, shut up. Two gardens, two two gardens this week. Two gardens, two, 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 two games gardens. at the garden. Oh my god! Week. I was watching too many Charles Barkley and uh, Shaquille O'Neal clips on TNT from from TikTok. So, you know that hilariousness. Oh but the, the goal by Wheeler, it, it, Wheeler has been. Busted his ass off the last couple of weeks, and I know we were kind, we were critical of him. We were critical of a few players, which we'll circle back on. But Wheeler, in particular, we were kind of critical because it, it looked like he had slowed down. And clearly, you could see that it's it's more of a it was a feeling out process. I think at this point, and just kind of getting comfortable. And I think the West I mean, Coast trip actually helped him. To be honest, I mean, he was never a burner to begin with. Like, you know, everybody making, oh, he's slow, he can't skate. Okay, clearly you've never watched Blake Wheeler your enti- his entire career. 
dude was never a burner. Okay, he was always. I mean, yes, he was definitely a little bit faster, but guys like that, when they lose a step, you, you know, it, it it's like when when people overrate players, and then the towards the end of their career when they start falling off, they're like, oh my god, this guy's terrible. It's like, well. When you were an average player, but you always thought they were better than what they were, when their decline hits, it's, you know, you're more shocked by it. Like, everybody's so shocked by Blake Wheeler not being, you know, uh, a speed skater. I, I, I don't know what you were really expecting, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it was because it was it was billed as the marquee signing of the summer. So there For 800000 I know, I know. Um, ironically, the marquee signing of the summer right now is 110% Eric Gustafson, which we'll, we'll talk yeah. about in a second, but no, you know, you, you just, you thought it was coming in the, in the Western, the Western road trip because, you know, watching the games, obviously on TV, you don't get the full scope of everything going on when you're actually in person for obvious reasons. But you could just, the chances were there. They were, they were coming, you know, him and Cooley together. And and Trocheck, that line was was suffocating the opposition, but they just couldn't get they couldn't break through. And you know, I was gonna say, his, that line was the second best Ranger line after the Panarin line. Yeah, and and you know the Cooley goal, obviously the 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 overturned non kicking kicking motion BS call that goal being overturned a couple of weeks back, you know, Scar really kind of robbed Wheeler of his first point, but. That one was like, that one was almost like Ovi's first goal of the season for the Caps, where he just kind of had to tap it in. It still was a nice play by Wheeler because it was a bang bang play in front of the net, but it was one of those like, that's the type of goal that you got to get to get the monkey off your back, right? And, and the well, building and, and, erupted when he did it, and that was kind of like the quintessential Blake Wheeler goal. Yeah, get to the front of the net, out, want it more than the defenseman. Perfect positioning, stick on the ice, and you make a play. Like yeah, he's been everywhere. That, yeah, he's he's noticeable all over the ice. Um, he had a couple of whiffs earlier in the game, whatever. But it was it was a huge one for Wheeler. It was it was one he needed. He absolutely needed in the worst way. And you know, hopefully, this helps him even more, kind of settling in because he is. He he is going to be and should be a key part of this roster, and it's and it's evident in the injury right now. Wheeler was one of those guys that you 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 kind of figured if something happens, like we have with Heedle now on the offensive side of the puck, you need people to be able to flex up and down in the lineup, and Wheeler is the perfect person to be able to do that. And he was able to he's kind of well, stepped in and and looked pretty the, good in that in that aspect. The other thing about Blake Wheeler, too, that a lot of people – and this is the other thing. Like, this is where people who don't watch games outside the Rangers, it really starts to show. Because if you were expecting Blake Wheeler to come in and be a you know a goal scorer and put up all these goals, A, that was never his game. Blake Wheeler is a tremendous, tremendous playmaker. Hit him with Mark Shifley in Winnipeg – Shifley was the goal scorer and Wheeler was the setup man. Okay. So if you're expecting Blake Wheeler to come in and be a shoot first and, you know, he's going to score a bunch of goals again, not, that's not him. That's not his game. 
he is a playmaker, which is why part of the reason why I didn't mind LaViolette dropping Kako and moving up Blake Wheeler. And and I mean, since I know we're going to talk about him, so let's just get right to it. We're gonna, well, um, wait, before we do that, I want to talk about the other line oh, mate that usually plays with Wheeler. Oh, damn it. I wrote, okay. I wrote a list. I wrote a list. I wrote oh, a list. so it's it's no note November, but it's Chris's it's, list it's, November? It's, it's, it's like Chris Jericho, you've made the list. You've made the list. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I only did that because, you know, Jericho with his Ranger, you know. Yes. Well, a well, lot of people who don't know, his dad, Ted Irvin, was a New York Ranger. Yeah. So, All right. One of my favorite Rangers right now, there's two that I have. Outside of the usuals, you know, the easy pickings. One of my favorite Rangers right now is Will Cooley. The kid yeah. is doing he he's everywhere. He's 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 causing havoc on the <laughs> offensive side of the puck. Um he's in, involved, he's going at it. He just he's got that tenacious he's got that tenacious style. Um that he's just he's he's a mad he's gonna be a mad dog. He's he's gonna be a big time playoff player. Yeah, he's the type of guy that is in in the playoffs will come up in the big moments. And not to put too much on him right out the gate, but that's just what I've been seeing from him out of the gate. And even in in person the last two nights away from the puck, he's he's incredibly smart with the puck. There were plays in yesterday's game where, you know, the easy move is to just dump, you know, off the glass and out or dump it into the zone. You know, he holds onto the puck for an extra second or a split second longer and is able to to extend a play or turn the play into something more than, than what it, what it was going to be or what it could have been. Um, you don't see him give up and you see him turn the horses on when he has to. I mean, he's not incredibly fast, but he could still, he could still turn on the horses when he needs to. His and motor never gonna, stops. He's not going to back down. He's going to, yep. he's constantly going. Uh, and it's, it's been awesome. To, it's been absolutely awesome to see with, with him. And again, another one got robbed of, of the first goal. Uh, that he he would have had, and then you know he's no, it would have been his second because he had that first goal. Yeah, because he scored against Columbus in the third period of that game where we were trying to come back. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I, I wiped that game from my memory bank. Um, but he's it's another one. He's he's going to be fun to watch for years to come, for sure. The the other oh, one he, I want to talk about. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, you're if you got anything. Well, no, I I think he's going to be a big part of the Rangers' future. I like he's one of those guys that um, he he doesn't do any one thing in particular great, but he's good at almost everything. And that you, you can never have enough of those guys. And to have a guy whose motor just doesn't stop, I mean, every single team needs one of those guys. And I'm damn happy that he's on our team because this kid is just I, – I don't know if he'll ever score 20 goals, but he'll definitely score 15. I, I think he'll get you anywhere from 15 to 18 a year, but I definitely think like eight of those will be like goals that you need to have in like the big moments to swing momentum, to get you a lead. Like he just has that type of energy about him that he's going to be a big-time player. And he, and he is going to be, he's going to be a total pain in the ass, um, an absolutely total pain in the ass to the opposition. That's right. Um, this podcast, we we are the official Will Cooley hype train. Yeah, totally on it. 
totally on board with it. Uh, but another one that I am totally on board with right now and who has somehow, you know, has has kind of picked up the torch on the offensive side of the puck on the on the back end is Eric Gustafson. And, and I said it, you know, from the jump, right now, Eric Gustafson is the signing of the summer. I, I mean, he has been phenomenal on both on both sides, really, too. On both sides of the puck, but offensively, he just he stands out. And you know, he put up over 40 points last year, so I guess it's not overly surprising. But he has settled in and he's he fits right in like a glove on the Rangers blue line right now. And with Fox out, it's been huge, absolutely huge the the way he's he's played. You you're never gonna replace Adam Fox? No. No, not and, at all. You, you know, just what he can do offensively and how dynamic he is. But like you said, Eric Gustafson has been a godsend, and it doesn't hurt that he's playing alongside Ryan Lingard because you, you, you know for him, playing with Lingard gives him that confidence to do what he does offensively, knowing that he has that safety net there next to him. And, no, and to absolutely. me, that, that, that can't be – that cannot be overstated. No, no, not at all. Um, the other one that I wanted to talk about too, who us included, were ready to write. You know, the panic whistle alarms were going off, and everybody was freaking out. And holy crap, has he come out and been one of the best Rangers this season, without a doubt? Is Lafreniere? Uh, again, yeah. another terrific game from uh, both both games I saw this week at the Garden. He was terrific in both of them. Uh, terrific again last night. Gets the game winner. Uh, I, he had a yeah one or two assists in the game last night. He had two. Yeah, first career three point game. Yeah, and um, just absolutely, absolutely terrific game um, from from Lafreniere. And you know he's put in what five. Five goals already on on the five, season. Five goals, four assists, nine nine points through thirteen games. I mean, I mean, outside of outside of Breadman and and Vinicocek right now, probably the the hottest Ranger on the roster. Yeah. By the way, guys. So I just have to say <laughs> it. I, I have to. I have to say it. All right. Those of you who you know what? who have followed this, this again day. from last week. Yes. Yeah, those of you who have followed this podcast and me and Chris from day one, everyone knows how much I dislike Derek Stepan. Everyone he's not knows like how... Derek Stepan. Yes, he is. No, he's not oh, because yes. I generally don't no, dislike no, Vincent no, no. Trocha. No, 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 no. Here's why he is. No, here's okay, why he I'll is. I'll let you. I'll let you have Shut your statement, and, let and me then explain. I will. I will yeah. offer my rebuttal. Shut, shut up and let to me this, explain to this nonsense. Okay, so. Whenever, whenever I would go to Ranger games, whenever, when Stepan was a Ranger, he always had a knack when I was in the building of putting together a great game, whether it would be multiple goals, multiple assists, it didn't matter. Chris now has his very own invented Trocek because he talked shit about Trocek when it was unwarranted, by the way. And with Hedl going down, this is why – you go out and sign a Vinny Trocheck, by the way. This is why, because, because Heedle, is, you know, four concussions in now, you, you have to you have to worry if he could sustain an entire season. 
But so that's why if we didn't have Trocheck right now, we would be in hell. So, <laughs> but now Trocheck is Chris's uh, Derek Stepan because two games this week, four goals in two games. He is your Stepan. Three goals in four in two games. No, he had four. No, he had two. Didn't he? He had two last night. He had he had one last night and two on Tuesday. That, that's right. Uh, uh, so it was four points in two in two games. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what it was. He came into right. it in yeah. eleven games. Right. He had one goal and like four assists or whatever. And yeah. then since you started your nonsense, not he my been, nonsense. He has been on fire. Not my nonsense. He knows that you don't like him, and he doesn't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> You know, know, I said this on the last episode. I I know what it is. I know what it is. You know what this is? And allow me to do my best Silvio Dante. It's anti-Italian discrimination. (laughs) Oh yeah, from me. Okay, that's great. From yeah, from me of all people. That's 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 fantastic. All right, here's here's where this is all stemming from (laughs) with this nonsense. So it's not nonsense. Earlier it's in the season, I had made a mention, a simple mention to Nick. Yeah. yeah that Vincent yeah. Trocek has made some bonehead plays early in the season. Uh-huh. Including including one that was I was it the Columbus game with the goal that got called back? It was, it was two, it was and I'm Col- like it was the Columbus game and then the game I was at against Nashville. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> how many times is he gonna either put himself off sides or do or do like the old Chris Kreider? Or whatever, and that's all I said. That is literally yeah. all I said. And then I, yeah, and then I, yeah, and then yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, what are you talking about? You know, it's like, yeah, <sighs> that contract is an albatross. They're gonna get, it, they're gonna exa- double exa- knowing, exactly. Knowing, and exactly. I said this purely knowing that this would send Nick over the edge. <laughs> Not that I have any belief in it, <laughs> but it, it would set him completely over the edge. So this is—he's never gonna let this go now. Even though nope. he knows that it's not even remotely serious, it's still it's like his little thing to hang on, and he's gonna yes. be like, "This is Joe Derek Step on." No, yes. all right, yes, this he is. Freaking Capriati slurping brookie. Uh, okay, <laughs> now, okay, if, if you agree with me, reply at the Thirty on Broadway account on X that Vincent Trocek is Chris's Derek Step on. They're not no, because to... you were on the soapbox. Of 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 anti Derek Stepan for years, as him not being a number one center, not being the top okay. player. And okay. I'm not saying you're but, wrong. I'm not, I, I was gonna say. I, I was. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Who was right in that whole thing? I'm not at the saying end. you weren't wrong. You weren't right. But I'm just saying it's a totally different situation. No, totally different. He, he no, because what I'm saying is from the standpoint of he's your guy that whenever you're in attendance, he's gonna put on a great game. Same way. That's same way for. Yes, it definitely they does. They all put it's, on it's, a great performance. I just need to go to every game. Oh, shut up. It, it, it is cosmic. It is metaphysic. Tiring, it is a tiring adventure for me to go to the garden. But anyways. God, God you're old. Dude. What? It's like a freaking hour plus drive to get to the train. Then it's like an hour and a half at least train ride. Do you understand who you're complaining to right now? I'm not worried. I, I, that's fine. But do you see these grays like that are starting to come in? Like, oh, I swear to God, <laughs> the, ne- the next game we go to, I am oh. punching you as hard as I can. 
I don't know when it, well, you're supposed to for the Aaron Rodgers comment anyway. Yeah. But, so, you know what? I'll just go yeah. into the chase lounge before the game and leave you on the outside. So it's you no got, well, I, I have hookups. I have connections. I can get to the chase lounge as well. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So before we run out of time, um, yeah, we don't have a game until January eighth. Yeah, that's our our first game. Wow, that's our first. I I have four more game. I have three more games between, or two more between then. I think. Yeah, I got two more between then. All right. I might. We might have to change that. I, I don't want to wait till January. Well, you got to let me know when I call my guy and see if I get tickets for another game. I, I know you but have none of the multiple... games. None of the games. Yeah, the, the sources, the sauces. Yeah. None of the yeah. games that I have up, coming on the schedule are, are Saturday games. We're not even going. The game we're going to is a Monday night against Vancouver, which should be a fun game now. Yeah. That should be well, a very interesting does... one. It does. It doesn't have to be a weekend anymore for me because you know now I have like a really good job where I'm making <clears throat> good money. So. Yeah, so you're yeah. growing up. Yeah. All right. Anyways, back on the freaking topic. I don't even. What the hell else were we gonna talk about? Well, we were gonna talk about how um, you were wrong about Vinny Trocheck, which we got out of the way. So um, um, I, yeah. All right. Whatever. I, I'm I gonna feel, let you roll feel, with that kryptonite for for a little thank bit. You. But it's ridiculous. thank you. I, I do. Okay, it's not it's not ridiculous. Right. But um, before we get into what you wanted to talk about to wrap up the show, and before we do our NHL our NHL notes, um, Jacob Truba has been freaking terrific, and I know yep. he largely catches the ire of the fan base because of his contract and because oh, all he does is big hits. And blah blah blah. Jacob it's also Truba, because this fan, this fan base also always has, needs to have something to bitch about. There's always, there's Let, always a whipping boy. Yeah, Jacob Truba has been absolutely terrific. Um, I know yesterday he kind of had a couple of whiffs. I don't know what the hell happened on two of the plays where he just whiffed. Um, but on both sides of the puck, I think, and especially like his his engagement, you know, blocking shots doing stuff that, you know, on the defensive side, you look at this team and you go, holy crap, is John Tortorella behind the bench? But then you realize, well, you know, Peter Laviolette, John Tortorella, they have quite a few similarities with their structure and, you know, the way that the game is very structured and and the defensive responsibility and I would say doing things the right way. Um, and the accountability. And the accountability and, and the being engaged in the team. Like I just just to kind of sidestep. I don't remember the last time I saw a coach down on down on the ice level with the three stars of the game after the game giving fist bumps. I don't know if they. I don't know if that caught on TV on Tuesday night, but that was I, I saw that. I was kind of like, oh shit. I was like, interesting. Okay, but anyways, I think that's all trickled down, and I think that's it's obviously. Um, translated in in a lot of aspects of the ice. I mean, there's concerns and things which we'll talk about in a second, but Jacob Truba has been, I, I mean, on all sides of the puck, Jacob Truba is, is pulling his worth right now. Well, the and then you, you, you also look, it goes, it goes beyond just his on ice impact. It also goes to 
Um, when you look at the locker room itself and you look at some of the stuff that goes on um, behind behind closed doors, and he he's done a great job of just embracing his leadership role and embracing that responsibility. I mean, when you look at the 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 Rangers tweeted out the other night the 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 um, post game celebration after beating Detroit and Will Cooley oh, yeah, with, yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the hat and. You know, Cooley was kind of sounds like I do right now, just very monotone, not very excited. And, yeah. you know, Truba just chimed in with, you know, we won Cools. It's okay to be excited about it. <laughs> and, you know, it just, it was a moment of, of levity yeah, and just break, just break the room. Yeah. Like, you know, it, and it wasn't like trying to take a shot at Cooley. It was just like, you know, just get, light, enjoy the win. You know, it, it it's not, you know, professional sports is very fickle and you know sports itself is fickle but professional sports definitely so it's just like one of those you know enjoy the moment kid take your you know allow yourself to enjoy it and soak it in and it was just one of those moments where you you saw how the rest of the team just started laughing because they thought it was great and then like last night the the post-game celebration just you know uh throwing a puck to louis domingue for his first one as a ranger um it's it's just that little stuff, that intangible uh, leadership stuff that you can't quantify, that you can't put on a chart, even though I know people want to put everything on charts. It, it, it's just stuff like that that makes a team closer, that builds a bond, and I think that's something that Trub has gotten better with um, since being named captain. Yeah, I just think, you you know, look at other teams in the league and, and look at the positions that they're in and things are, you know, I think the leadership of this team has changed dramatically in, in just the last year, two years or whatnot. Um, and it's, and it's important. It's, it's very important. Uh, all right. Before we get into Capo Caco, so I know you want to talk about that. Um, Breadman is closing in on a record, isn't he? Yep. If uh, he, he gets a point against Columbus on Sunday night, he will have tied Mr. Ranger for um, the longest point streak to start a season at 14 games. Yep. So and and man, freaking Panarin has Panarin's been an animal. He's he's, he's got to stay animal. He he's got to stay bald forever. It's just I don't know what it is, but the bald the bald hair works. The bald hair works. <laughs> <laughs> the bald hair. I literally just, I say bald head. Uh, I, it literally the, came out of my mouth, and in the back of my mind, I was just going, "You idiot! What did you?" I couldn't even respond. It was so stupid what I just said. The bald head works. There you go. The bald. No, 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 no. The bald hair. The, the bald hair. The, ba- the bald. Well, again, hair where else are you going to no. get this type of content? That's true. An Emmy Award winning. <laughs> From Wish.com, that's right. No, it's not from Wish.com. It's not from Wish.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, found, I figured that out. I'm not going to go into the details on that, but... Um, okay. Well, yeah. just, know, just know, ladies and gentlemen, the bald hair works. That I think that's got to be the name of this week's episode. The bald hair works. No, I, it was going to be Wheels and Deals. No, no, absolutely not. It's 100% the bald hair works. 
It is a hundred percent the bald hair where I'll put that I'll put that in the notes. I'm gonna I wanna like make a sign for the next game that we go to. <laughs> the bald hair works. And I hope Mark we should put I that on a shirt. Make that a shirt. That's, that's a shirt. And it just put put the 30 on Broadway logo. The bald, the bald hair, hair works. And it just the put bald hair quality works. content from 30 on Broadway. Uh, yeah. Whoever's this is what you get there, when you subscribe who, to us. Whoever's great at like uh designing and stuff, please make that a shirt. Um Please, oh, please, man. please make, please make that a shirt. Unbelievable, unbelievable. The bald hair right. works. Thank you, Chris. Really quick to to close out the Ranger talk before we jump into the the quick two for roughing segment. Um, Cabo Caco. He's Not been good. everywhere. He's been everywhere. He's controlling the puck behind the deep in the zone, which is what you want to see, which is what his game is. But it's yeah, but not exactly problem- translating anywhere else. The problem is he holds on to the puck too long. He he holds on to the puck long after the plays are gone. So that that's that's a problem. And two points in thirteen games, I don't know, you know. I, I I don't know who needs to hear this, but the math is not in his favor and that's not good. And that can't be. Look. You can't be Jesper Fast when you drafted second overall, and even Jesper Fast had more offensive upside than Capocaco. So when that's the case, that's not good. And the New York Rangers they need to find an upgrade over Capocaco. I don't know if that's Patrick Kane. I don't know if that's somewhere. Else throughout the league, it, you know, if there's a trade to be made, if, if St. Louis keeps sliding, do you bring home Pavel Butchnevich? Um, if you can make the cap work, you know, I, I I don't necessarily know. You know, I look. Do you bring up Brendan Othman? It, you know, the only way I bring up Othman is if he's getting top line minutes. I'm not. I'm not bringing him up to play the third line and have no power play one time. So, I mean, if, you know, there, something's got to give here, and unfortunately, you know, I, I don't want to start saying that Kako's a bust, but it's not looking good. You, you know, it's, it, it, it's really not looking good for him. I'll say this he, right now. He is trending to put up 12 to 15 points this year. Compared to yeah. forty from last year, yeah, that's that's not good. So the guy that we weren't worried about, yeah, that's that's what's funny is we started the year not being worried like, about Kako's going to be fine, and I mean, and that's how fickle, like you just you said before, that's how fickle the league is, and that's how that's how funny the way things work. And, and who knows, two weeks from now, we could be sitting here and saying, "Oh, Kako's the best, one of the best players." Ever. I mean, it's it, everything comes in ebbs and flows, but right now, thirteen games into the season. Outside of his ability to, for the board work well, he, and behind he the does, net, it's I, not translating yeah, outside of there. I was just going to say, he does a lot of things well. It's just not translating. It, it's just he doesn't do it consistently enough, and he's not generating points with what he's doing. And now not everything is, you know, not everything is point, you know, is 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 based on points, 
but at the end of the day, the name of the game is to score. And when the only the only players that are generating any kind of offense are Lafreniere and Panarin, that's not sustainable. The whole reason why he got dropped from the Zavanajad line is because Mika and Kreider, outside of on the power play, aren't doing anything. And, and that was actually my, my last thing. I don't know if we'll actually get into a two-for-roughing segment tonight, but really the two-for-roughing segment was only to talk about the King getting his, his Hall of Fame ring and the induction ceremony, obviously, that will come on Monday. And then the Penguins doing right by Yager will be raising 68 to the rafters. So there's two-for-roughing for you. Um but the last thing I want to talk about is, and I don't know if you've looked into this, but the NHL ed, NHL Edge, um, the advanced stats, and that is the the one concern you just mentioned five on five. Uh, the Rangers right now, they they're they're even on on even strength. They spend more time in the defensive zone than they do in the offensive zone, not by a ton. It's forty one point seven to forty point four. But that's that's you, you want to see more offensive time. I think that was what you were kind of hoping for, and you you wanted to see their power play is lights out. No surprise. Second there. in the league. Yeah, yeah, no surprise there. The penalty kill they actually have a little bit of trouble getting the puck out of the zone. Um, but... the penalty kill the penalty kill so far is definitely relying on great goaltending. Yeah, and, and and again, like right now, I mean, 13 games of the season, that's fine. You, you, there's no fire bells. There's no fire alarms going off to me, at, at least in my eyes. No, um, not yet. No, they're, the, they're still – they're doing a lot of good things. It's just, you know, there are some concerning – there are some concerning things that I don't like. You know, I don't like having to rely on Artemi Panarin for sole offense. Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, outside of Panarin and, you know, really Panarin, uh, Lafreniere, and you know, right, now, now. right now Trocek, and then even like Gustafson on the back end, you know, Zibanejad and Kreider are almost non-existent five on five. And I that, mean, Mika, that's definitely Mika, something that has to change. Mika's a you know a one-time forty goal scorer you know then scored thirty nine a couple of years ago like th- this is a guy who you know scoring goals is kind of what he does so yeah. you know you you need Mika's advantage to score goals it's not like we're asking for something you know it's not like we're asking for Jimmy VC to put up twenty goals you, no. you know you're asking for one of your better goal scorers to to do what he does. But and again, part I mean, of 25, it, 25, 30 games passed into the season, and, you know, we'll see where they're at from there. And, and but hopefully... it, 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 it does come back to what I've, I've always said, is that line needs a playmaker on it. Yeah, Mika is not sure. Mika's not a playmaker. Mika's a goal scorer. Kreider is not a playmaker. Kreider's a goal scorer. Just a tip. So, yeah, you know, there you go. loves playing. Loves playing just a tip, uh, Mr. Dongo Putt-Putt. <laughs> and uh 